Hi, I'm Jasmine Omboy and this is Molly Mukipepeo, where we learn a thing or two. Welcome to today's episode, which will be a little bit different from our previous episodes, as we shall be dealing with a topic that has affected several people in this past year. So make sure you listen to the very end, because we shall have tips on how to handle grief and loss. The past one week or so has been really difficult for me and for very many people around me within my circles. I have had about three funerals this week and I realized that very many people are grieving as well. So I reached out to two of my close friends who I believe took the bull by its horns and dealt with grief by having to unlearn some things that they had to grow up believing and by accepting that we do not have the answers to everything, even when it's our role to have the answers by knowing exactly what to do. As a student of literature, I am a strong believer in catharsis, and I believe that it is important to find a positive release of all emotions within instead of bottling them up. This was a very difficult uh, episode to record, but my guests tell their stories the best way they know how. We start with Nancy Kabiru, my high school daughter, who shares her story on loss. The death of my brother three years ago really took a toll on me and my family. By family, I mean marriage and also my family of origin because we didn't see this coming why he chose to take his own life by way of hanging. And on this particular day, after we had spoken and we had agreed that we will meet two days from the day he took his life, who knew that depression would be so heavy on an individual? Who knew that his mental torture was so hard? (sighs) And so we came to terms. And we were called and informed that he has been found hanging and his lifeless body hung there. When I went, I was in shock and denial, but I had to act, being that my role is the firstborn in the family. So there is a great need to make a decision and quickly. So I questioned, I questioned a lot. So when we removed him and put him in the Land Rover all the way to the mortuary, my heart and my mind really wanted him to cough and gasp a bit of air. Give me that hope that he can be resuscitated. The mortuary attendance on receiving him was the breaking point for me. My soul crashed and I just had to try and accept the unacceptable, the disbelief of the choice that he had made, yet life unfolds in different ways. The burial process and the ceremonies took place and people came and I wondered, you call yourself friends, you call yourself neighbors, we call ourselves family. How is it that we miss this? How is it that he couldn't reach out? The human behavior is one to socialize and once in a while you'll have that slip of tongue of an intention 
that intention to take his life went unnoticed and nobody no one has ever been able to tell us or come out and say he had given the indication and so after the burial then when i am asleep sometimes i will go through thoughts of maybe he'll come back and he'll come back in a different form will i be able to identify him or in whatever space he's at right now can his spirit speak to mine can he communicate to me is he happy is he had was he at peace these are questions that the last 3 years have been lingering in my mind but then again i remember seeing him lying in that coffin looking so peaceful and without any trouble his body his spirit sort of seemed still and i take comfort in that in the sense that his choice was very well informed probably in a state that no living person can be able to interpret and so the journey continues where now i have to deal with um my siblings my parents and the emotions that come with having lost a son having lost a brother having lost a husband and having lost a father because he left a son behind and his son is a total resemblance of him in character and even in looks so what well, did he was the universe pushing him to replicate himself so that he can he would have completed his business on earth <sighs> takes a toll on me takes a toll on my family and whenever there's a discussion to do with death and especially now that a lot of us are losing our loved ones to the illness called covid and the symptoms or one of the things that lead people to death is the fact that you cannot hold your breath anymore keeps reminding me of probably when he hung himself probably he tried to grasp a breath of air a breath of air that couldn't be sustained by the body internally probably his internal spirit his spirit was fighting to live but his will to live was not there so and that's what death by suicide does sometimes you never can have all the answers i chose not to be obsessed in finding out why because the why question seem to have so many answers and so little answers at the same time the why answer or the why question seems to have you know very little who can be able to help me understand but at the same time very many questions that come from within so i take peace in the fact that i am a christian and without committing my plans my goals my objectives to god and my family as well then it is hard to live and survive alone isolation or loneliness is one of the leading killers um when it comes to mental health and i believe as much as he had the company of people around him he felt alone and to some extent he isolated himself so i'm learning from what i consider mistakes or 
of choices to uh, live a cheerful life and to also enjoy every moment of living and the people who I come across in a way that they tend to they will cherish me and I end up cherishing them with the memories that we share because boy do I remember my brother the way he made me laugh the way he contributed to my life the way we were sibling rivals and at the same time best of friends when I'd hear he's been hurt in school I'd run to rescue him and I'd fight on his behalf and if he'd hear something being plotted against me in school um he would also defend me and these were the unspoken ways that we protected each other now i have learned to verbalize what uh, my intentions are to an individual so that i also get to know whether they really appreciate it or that is what they want for their lives and so the other day <clears throat> we had a burial at uh, langata cemetery of a relative of my husband's and i couldn't bring myself to go to his grave again to go see my brother's grave maybe i will with time but maybe that death did a number on me Toxic masculinity can't allow me kutoa chozi ju society. Ishani be koko pedestal kunibebe kubeba jina boy child ni garama. Mother ni show mtu akaukima aliyogea. When you fall down, I'm caspidi. You're an African man, strong, intelligent. You're a king. What to your weakness? Hini yakin na kubeba kichwa ya tembo. Pembe mzito tunastaga stama lakini bado tunaswaga. Juzito wa pembe ya jua tembo. Meet bust to na bust. Real man cry too. Na ka viliwezi ambia kibete. I wish I was in your shoe. Ama kuliza kipofu, do you see my point? Ilifika point mama's advice didn't make sense at all. Don't get me wrong, najua mtoto mleavyo ndivyo kuavyo. And mama did a good job in raising a king. Ndio mana, hata lipufika day ya kumuimbia luere 14 years ago, young king could not shed a tear. So rangumu head held high, I remember I stand head and shoulders above the crowd. I had to put on a show. A strong facade, nilikuwa kikoko na strong on the outside but soft on the inside but deep down a new <laughs> real man cry too walisema thunder never strikes twice uongo 15 of 5 a young prince will breathe his last breath <sighs> flesh of my flesh blood of my blood of shower you on a rainbow kiwaka mchana ama mluya kusema anapenda bodhokoi na kulagi kuku vitu as make sense Ju 24 hours earlier ulikuwa vile uko sawa ukishaya your dream ukishow vile unataka kuwa videographer ama guide IT ka 
upao alafu sahii ati nikikuongelesha uwezi jibu <laughs> mwanamume afai kulia hizo ni myth nishoni agent tambia two year old who keeps calling your name babu anytime anaona picha yako or what do i tell a seven year old that you are gone that do the share those jokes no more that smile the laugh the pure heart heaven needed an angel fly with the angels young ninja babu <laughs> so yes what is a father to do not shed a tear toxic masculinity will not deny me the chance cry young king mourn young king cry a river young king it cleanses the soul real men cry too rip babu forever in our hearts so nancy um thank you very much for sharing your story and for being very raw and honest with us about how you felt when you lost your brother um but now just let us know what is grief according to psychology the psychological way of of just describing what grief is what is it and how are we meant to handle this very strong emotion that overcomes us when we're sorrowful it is a natural reaction but it can affect us differently it occurs from different types of loss um such as death of a loved one loss of friendship or a breakup a pet dying moving away from home a lot of people experience sadness anger anxiety shock and loneliness some might also experience a lot of guilt and self blame depending on the situation you find people having confusion forgetfulness trouble concentrating the body might experience fatigue aches and pain or headaches It is important to take care of your physical health while you are coping with grief. Try to sleep well, exercise and eat healthy food. A lot of people go th- through the stages differently and the stages include denial, anger, bargaining, depression and acceptance. These stages can come in any order and last different lengths of time. There is no time limit for grief. That is the one thing everybody needs to know. You go through this process in your own way. Make sure you take time, the time that you need if you are having trouble coping with your own. It it might help to talk to someone. As you are grieving, it is important to find healthy ways to cope. Using the coping skills will help you to the point of acceptance. When you're at acceptance, it means that although you are still sad, about the loss you are ready to start moving forward and you're not stuck and in this process because we have talked of grief and we have talked of depression anger and other stages it is important to note that someone who is going through grief may seem irritable they may have deep sadness they may have difficulty practicing and even accepting they may have challenges seeing or hearing or sometimes they will hear and see things that are related to the loss you find this person now the depression bit of it they will have guilt but that is unrelated to the grief they'll be uh, preoccupied with worthlessness they'll have prolonged difficulties in functioning and may even have suicidal ideation so how do you cope with grief 
or what are the ways you can employ on your own at home if you're going through grief. I'd say it's the biggest part would be spending more time with family and friends. Try not isolate yourself because isolation uh, causes the depression symptoms to escalate. Sometimes, if you like, you can listen to good music, worship, dance, whatever sort of music suits your soul. It's important to listen to that because it will help with the healing process. You may also need to read scriptures or write. Read books, increase your exercises. Just don't be stuck in one place. Try and have some physical exercises. Spend time on creative expression, that is writing, art, recording, right? Try and travel, move from one place to another, but have company with you. And attend mental health counseling. Seek for a counselor who can be able to walk with you through this journey because you need to make meaning of the loss and come to acceptance and have plans to move forward and even ways that are healthy to remember the lost person. Um, then you can also attend support groups, but with COVID, definitely that is a, is a tricky one. But there are online forums that you can do that don't forget to eat healthily and also uh, take good time to sleep ensure that you meet your sleep requirement if you sleep for six hours eight hours seven hours depending ensure you meet that sleep requirement and keep uh, forging forward uh, practice on personal growth if that means that you continue working, if that means that you continue being creative, whatever that would mean for you, uh, do what would help you uh, move forward. And uh, as much as you're preserving the memory of your loved ones, you are also uh, not stuck in that uh, grief experience. Thank you so much. Today, the 20th of August, is a very important day to mostly African-Americans as it is a day where they commemorate the time that the first Africans settled in the USA. In the year 1619, over 20 Africans arrived in Jamestown, Virginia, aboard a Dutch warship. They were the first blacks to be forcibly settled as involuntary laborers in the Northern American British colonies. It is believed that the 20 Africans who originated from Angola had been captured from the Spanish. Now you know. My heart goes out to all those who are mourning and to those who are still dealing with grief and loss. Many thanks to Nancy Kabiru and Kevin Okulo who lost their brother and the son respectively and are both on the road to recovery. Thank you for accepting to share and to relieve your moments of loss. Please share this episode to those who may need some encouragement through their own loss so that they can get the courage to find catharsis. I'm Jasmine Omboy. Until next time, goodbye and God bless. <laughs>